bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nugget burger of sundae voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle King deals zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King. So welcome along. It's podcast time once again. We're in a very hot room today, so we, we've tried it with the air conditioning on and there's too much noise, so you'll have to... If we wilt before no, the end of the no podcast. No midweek games, but is it just me or has the last week flown by? It seems to have flown by. Yeah. Um, uh, no Richard today, just just Guy and David with you on the podcast. So um, plenty to get through though, David. Yeah, there is. Yes, never a dull moment as usual. I'd like to talk first of all, let's talk about the Lincoln game oh. last week in front of the TV cameras. Oh. How, a, a team, How painful was that? Oh, dreadfully. I mean, Torquay, I thought, dominated the middle hour of that game. Yeah. But Lincoln started, they were roaring from the start, yeah, and they poor finished start very by strongly. Us. Poor it start was, by it us. Was. I don't care what anybody says. It, 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 you know, you cannot kick, start off games like that, and, and, and it, it was hesitant, yeah. indecisive, and then conceded a goal almost partly because of it. And they rounded everything down their left as well, didn't they, they did. for the first 15 um, minutes? Well, here we go. This is um, Danny Cowley, who was at Braintree. One of the players he, he took from Braintree to... Um, hmm. To Lincoln was Sam Habigan, the overlapping left back, and he was causing all sorts of problems down that side, wasn't he? And Lincoln played with; they really went for it. You, ha- they, they're a good side, aren't they? They're, they are they, decent. They look yeah, decent. they'll be up top um, three or four. Won't you they? would have thought so. But um, any d- and and we, we were done down the left hand side. Yeah. Conceded a penalty, but any, any doubts about that penalty? By the way, I don't think. so. I don't think so. No, I thought no. it was a penalty before he even got there. <laughs> before, yes, it was. Uh, it was Giancarlo. Sli- he was Galifuoco, sliding in wasn't it? Yeah. on a wet pitch. Yeah. And I, there was an overlap, and I think yeah. Galifuoco initially uh, um, was in two minds as to whether to sort of retreat into his own area as a centre back or whether to go yeah. to the point of danger. He went to the point of danger, which was absolutely the right decision, but got there too late. Yeah. Uh, and down went Habigan, penalty, obvious penalty, and Matt Reed put it away. But didn't United react well, and didn't they play well after that? Answers they, yes. Yeah, the mi- the um, middle hour of that game was as well as I've seen us play for absolutely. a long time. And and they should have been more than just one all. Mm. Uh, but here we go again. Kevin Nicholson was, you know, made made no bones over a lifetime. The average person could repeat drop. of the. Uh, the fact that you know yeah. United are simply not taking enough of their chances. The only the only game where they have done uh, is Braintree, and they mm. won three one up there without actually playing nearly as well as yeah. they had done against Dover uh, and then against uh, Lincoln last Saturday. And it's it a great shame that that they didn't uh, st- uh, stick at least another couple of goals in, which would have won them a match. Is it all down to one of our favourite hobby horses? Is it decision making? Do you think people are uh, hesitating and? and Yes. Making the wrong decisions, there's yes, anxiety a little bit. in there. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, there were very windy conditions on Saturday, and Kevin Nicholson was saying afterwards that he'd warned the players beforehand that they'd, they'd had loads and loads of finishing practice in the week. Uh, um, you know, one touch shoot, get your head, get your shots off early. You know, don't yeah. have three or four touches on the edge of the box. They'd done all that through the week, uh, and uh, and actually the, the shot count was 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 very heavily in United's favour uh, uh, last yeah. Saturday. Um, something like twice as many shots as Lincoln had on and off target. Um, but I, 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 um, Luke Young, who let's face it, probably has the best shot in the club. I thought he summed it up rather in the first half. He got to the edge of the box, looked up right in his territory. Yeah. You think he'll hit a target from here, and he didn't, and he stuck it over. Um, in the wind, Kevin Nicholson has said beforehand, just make sure you keep your shots down and hit the, and tr- yeah. hit the target. No, they didn't. Didn't happen. And then I thought there was an incident in the first half. One of the best moves of the match 
better than any move that Lincoln put together, got Dan Sparks in on the edge of the box. And I think in the bo- in the press box we were we were all on the uh, uh, halfway out of our seats as he, as he looked as if he went to sh- to pull the trigger. Yeah. He also had Jamie Reid outside him unmarked in a in a shooting position, and, and he had to choose one of the two options. Yeah. He ended up doing neither, and and uh, uh, you know Sparks is a, a a good player who I think we're all pleased to see at the club. But that seemed to sum up. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, you either shoot or you pass, and in the spur of the moment. That little split second of panic, yeah, and it's gone. Now Joe Ward got the man of the match award, which, uh, to be honest, I thought he probably should have got against Dover. Quite, but I thought on Saturday there was a terrific shift of work put in by Nathan Blissett. Yes, uh, for no reward whatsoever. No, he's but... in one of those little spells at the moment, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, um, uh, there was a there was a great ball by Ward through in the first half, over Blissett's shoulder. He took it down with as good a touch as you will see at any level of the game. One touch into his stride, finish, and he pulled the shot. Yeah. Well, what a foot wide, something yeah. like that, and that's the way it's going for him at the moment. But this is where you find out about footballers, isn't it? Do they have the guts and the, and the, and the, the character and the calmness and the confidence to keep on going? Every single centre forward in the game has gone through spells like yeah. this, where you cannot buy a goal. Rooney, I think it was a couple of years ago. It went through a torrid time, but he couldn't hit a, a cow's, you know, <laughs> with, with a banjo. Do you know what I mean? I know exactly. And then what all you of mean. a sudden, yeah. he, he the spell was broken. He yeah. scored a goal, probably a penalty in his case, and he went on and he got about he scored in about eight successive mm. games and finished up with his usual eighteen or twenty for the season, yeah. whatever it was. And and you know, you just have to have the gumption to keep on going through these spells, which fingers crossed, uh, Blissett sure will do. Will. Now, the, the exact opposite of that at the moment, somebody who seems to score almost at will, is Matt Reed. Now, <laughs> Matt, that, that winning goal that oh. came deep in injury time, how does a player score so many headers without ever leaving the ground? Well, I, I know You've exactly You mentioned this yeah. last week. The, the number of times the ball is knocked up to Matt Reed, you know, with snow on it, and you think you'll never win that. Yeah. Oh, he has. And he has. Uh, uh, and, and sure enough, on Saturday... You know, a lot of people in the game knock Matt Reed. Uh, it's R H E A D, by the way, listeners. Yeah, he's a, a proper old East Midlands centre forward. He's spent all his life around playing for those mining town teams. You know, for you know, two pints of lager and a packet of crisps. He finally got a break through Paul Cox at Mansfield. Yeah, he 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 led them back into the football league. He scored twenty seven goals for Lincoln last season without putting one leg in front of another. No, exactly. And, and, and uh, that's uh, what he did on Saturday. Exactly. Yeah. And the more people watch him, the more they start to realise what he's all about. Yeah. Tim Sills, you know, a, a, a proper citizen of, of this parish and a, and a, and a right, rightly favourite United player, was, was Usain Bolt compared to, <laughs> uh, to, to, to Matt Reed. But they're both out of the same, yeah. you know, book. Uh, uh, brave put their head on it, get stuck in, hold the ball up, uh, a much better touch than a lot of people give them credit for, etc, etc, etc. And a running duel with the pop side all the way through Absolutely. last Saturday and as don't well. Both, and both, don't both parties both sides enjoyed that, yeah, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, and in stoppage time on, on last Saturday, I think what got me was, it's not my job to be got, but you know what I mean, United had the ball deep in Lincoln's half in the third minute of stoppage time. You don't give it away there. They gave the ball away, Lincoln broke on us, 
And funnily enough, my initial impression was, oh my God, we had nobody back there. I've seen the film a bit since. Mm. Yes, United did. Yeah, we did. They got McGinty back there. Yeah. He held up uh, Hawkridge, couldn't stop the cross in the end. Gallifuoco ended up in a bit of no man's land, wondering whether he should go and help McGinty or, or try and find Reed, which he should have probably yeah. should have done. Reed won against one with with uh, Snoop, with Snoop, yeah. Nathaniel Roturner on the far post, and unless Roturner produces the header of his life, there's only going to be one winner. And yeah, I know what you mean. It's almost as if it's it's just a little hop with Reed, isn't it? He <laughs> never kind of does it's a real timing, jump. It's it? not a Steve Cooper or no. Kevin Hill jump, no. is it? It's just it's, it's just that strength and timing. Yeah, buff two one. Good player. Wouldn't you love to have him on your side? I'm afraid so. And we come up against another one, don't we? Against York on Saturday. Richard Brody. Brody yeah, they? Richard yeah. Brody. Well, I saw him play a year, eighteen months ago at Southport, and I thought, well, your career is only going one way. Mm. He, he looked overweight, unfit, uh, just as feisty as always, but you know, without the kind of the body to back it up. Well, by all accounts, he sorted himself out. He's yeah. gone to York. He's got five goals already this season. He was always a sort of an old, old style in your face centre forward. Yeah. Uh, and uh, McGinty and uh, uh, Gallifuoco or Ben Garing if um, uh, uh, Kevin Nicholson turns to him will have to uh, have to be on it on Saturday they'll know they've him. been in a game they they? Will. against him it's another game at Playmore of course we'll come a bit more to that in the second half we'll also be talking about uh, Courtney Richards and the captaincy in the second half we'll talk about Ryan Bowman and his move north of the border which has raised a few eyebrows um, but might raise a little bit of cash for Talker United and uh, we'll be uh, well. David will be talking about Alan Smith, a great, uh, great former goal uh, who died a this proper week. Proper club stalwart. Proper club stalwart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one who uh, our older listeners will remember very fondly. Don't go anywhere. Join us for the second half. <laughs> 